Welcome back to Divided We Stand. I am Joe McGuire along with James Batiste. Got a really great show for you today. Obviously, January 6th, uh, a day that will live in infamy uh, in American history. In case anybody forgot what that day was like, uh, it went sort of like this. So uh, I, I, I don't want to make this all about uh, about what happened that day uh, earlier today. And I just mentioned this before, James, before we went on air. Uh, Glenn Beck was saying nobody should divide us today. And my thought is very simple. Uh, if if you are cool with this, you you support what happened. You're not one of us. Uh, I think every reasonable American. I know you're a, a Republican, uh, a former Marine. We'll, we'll get to know James a little bit more. Uh, we're excited to have you on the show. Uh, and we will have some, we'll bring on some some liberals in the future uh, and, and give you a, a chance to duke it out with them. Uh, but we're very excited to have you, to have your military experience. Obviously, you're also a minority who's a Republican. And so we'll be diving into that in future episodes. You can just bet. Now, <laughs> Can't wait. Um you and I uh, have been talking for several weeks. Again, I'm excited to, to get you in on this show. Um, I'm a Republican, as you know. I've mostly been voting Democrat. Uh, people call me liberal all the time. It's, it's it, as in much of an insult it, to me now as it would be if someone said that to you. Um, I don't like to be put in a box. I like my centrist views. I feel like common sense uh, is best argued from the middle. Uh, and without any of the slant. And I think I think you're starting to see that a little bit. I I, uh, I, I don't want to say that I'm starting to see that. I'm just falling more in line to that, I would say, because I've always wanted to be a, a, a centrist. Right. I've always wanted to be from a common sense approach like it, it, more information is better. So if you have both sides of the story, you have more information, you can make better informed decisions. So I like to be think I was like down the middle, but I really wasn't. And I was a little bit more to the right farther than I should have been. And uh, recent and not so recent experiences have kind of shifted me more towards the center. But I am still a Republican. So, you know, I've been saying over the last couple of years on this show, uh, I'm a Republican. I'm just a Republican that thinks that Republicans can do better. And that is not an endorsement of the Democrats. It's the way I feel. I mean, I have, again, I have a daughter named Reagan. Um, that was my guy. I look back on it now. Uh, Trickle-down economics is not a great idea. It's not. It, uh, it, didn't, it didn't have the desired results. The only person who's still pumping it literally is the guy who created it. Uh, and pretty much nobody else at this point. But again, plenty of time to get to all sorts of other stuff. Because today, uh, today, also, in addition to talking about the January sixth, uh, Biden had some cutting words for Donald Trump today, which is interesting because I I thought he might go the opposite way on this because of this newfound uh, with the vaccine thing. Biden gave Trump some kudos for creating that vaccine. And, and all of a sudden, uh, Trump was was, you know, 
singing a bit of a different tune, although I'll give you a chance to, to respond to that. You actually had a really good point. Trump has really never, ever said, don't get a vaccine. He said a lot of other insane, inaccurate things, but I guess he's never technically said, don't get a vaccine. So when I was doing my research today, I, I've actually looked back through several hours of video and he pushed vaccines. He, he, he pushed to get the vaccine. It was his vaccine. That was his crowning achievement of his administration. Like, I don't understand why everybody thinks Donald Trump was so anti-vaccine. He's, I, I looked not once, not once did he say, don't get it. He's always said the vaccine is a miracle. I did this. I, the greatest of all time, pushed the vaccine. For, for people to say that he's anti-vax is just, it's just lies, in my opinion. It, it's either they're just not informed or they're lying. Right. All right. So um, we're going to get back to that. Uh, here's here's again. I just kind of want to lay out a couple of things. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, and we're going to listen to Liz Cheney reading the text. And again, in the greater in the greater scope of things, you know, uh, a few months ago when uh, the Cuomo's went through their thing, I immediately told you I thought Cuomo should have been gone months ago, uh, maybe even years ago when you become part of the news then you're not objectively reporting the news. And to hear that Hannity and Ingraham and Brian Kilmeade are texting the president's chief of staff during this moment, I like that. And the fact that none of them want to own up to it, I don't like that either. Okay. Again, we'll, we'll dive into that. We'll also talk about this Candace Owens, Alex Jones thing and, and, and what that means for Donald Trump going forward. It's another one of those. One or the other things, and it can't be both, but we will get into that. But, James, again, uh, as, as a veteran, and thank you for your service in the Marine Corps, uh, an Iraq War veteran, uh, by the way. So, uh, again, thank you for your service, and, of course, Happy New Year to you. Uh, I'll ask you this question first uh, right up. Do you think what happened on January 6, 2020 was a coup attempt? Absolutely not. I'll say that with 100% conviction. Absolutely not. I mean, the 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 evidence is just not there to, to describe it as a coup attempt or even as an insurrection. The evidence just isn't there. If you want to call it what it is, then call it a bunch of stupid hillbillies riding at the Capitol. That's what it was. I can't understand why people would think that these hillbillies, right? The Second Amendment gun gun loving hillbillies, Trump loving freaking gun AR-15 carrying hillbillies didn't bring them to this insurrection, this well-planned and organized insurrection. There was like three, maybe I think three. I think you brought up Joe. Uh there were three people charged with uh with gun crimes. And and as my understanding is one guy definitely had uh had ammunition as well. Of those three, but a so correct. Yes, only yeah, pistols. Had, no, no rifles found. You, you see, so if it was an, I'm using air quotes, insurrection. God, it was poorly planned. Like, it, and you, the chief of staff planned this. You, you think you would have a little bit more of a capability to plan something better than that? And, and so the evidence that it's a planned, conspired 
insurrection, if you want to call it that, or 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 coup, is just not there. What let's call it what it is. Bunch of hillbillies. So let me ask you this. Shit. Let me ask you this, James, because generally speaking, when I talk to Republicans about this, what what they immediately bring up when you say January sixth is they bring up Minnesota, June twenty twenty. Or June nine, uh, June twenty nineteen. They immediately go to. I remember that you guys are, and it's like, well, those were different things, is what most people will say. This was a uh, an assault on the Capitol. That was an assault on a uh, town fair tire. Um, not not quite the same. But I think you're you're almost suggesting, and you talk about this a lot, that like five percent of idiots in any group, uh, or the extremists. That these are the people that went to the Capitol and that these people got out of hand. Now, look, we, we know the three percenters were there. The old keepers were there uh, in tactical gear. Again, obviously no weapons since no weapons charges have been filed against those guys. Um, we also know that the doors were propped open for them uh, by possibly some element either of Congress or of the Capitol Police. I think that's something that from this January 6th commission, I think that's important to know. Okay. As a Republican, James, as a guy who's given money in my lifetime to the Republican party and I'm still registered Republican. I want to make sure that none of the Congress people like Paul Gosar, Mo Brooks, I want to make sure that these guys weren't planning and assisting in, in, in what was happening there even if they were just giving light logistics, like, you know, where to get go to get to Nancy Pelosi's office or where AOC might be evacuated to. I want to think that none of these guys would do that. And I and I'm worried that they that they are. And that's my that's my chief. Cons- because, listen, James, at the end of the day, Donald Trump's not getting arrested or charged or anything for this. It's not nothing's coming of this. I I a thousand percent know nothing will come of this. That this is an, an because and I've been voting Democrat. You know this. Most of what they do is for show. And 100%. this is I feel like, and this is what it seems to me like. This is just another like oh, we were better than you guys. Uh, you know, you're the Patriot Party, and and, and look what you guys did. It, it's a it's a terrible sight to watch what happened last January 6th. It really is. It, it It's terrifying. I mean, and, and, and to watch our nation's capital again as a veteran, uh, throw the politics out the window, right? Let's say that was Antifa. You'd have lost your mind, dude. Like, I mean, I was very upset that it was Republicans bashing that. I mean, that was disgraceful to see the, the Confederate flag uh being paraded through the rotunda what an amazing insult to hundreds of thousands of people uh from the civil war on who have given their life for this country uh for that flag to make an appearance i thought was awful now um i want to get onto this this uh, idea about fox news and and i know you're you're not a big fox news watcher is that right that, that's correct. I, I watch a little bit of like the news portion in the morning, and then I watch a little bit of the entertainment, like Gutfeld. I watch it purely. For I know the you do love Gutfeld, value. and I will say I, he's hilarious. He's hilarious, right? But I don't watch the hardcore opinion pieces because that's all they are, and I can make my own. I don't need them to tell me. <laughs> I, I can make my own. I'm an adult. 
All right. Uh, so this happened this past week. Uh, Liz Cheney, who apparently has been kicked out of the Republican Party in Wyoming. Uh, because I believe, I believe uh, and support her. Her father came out today and, and spoke of being disappointed in, in a lot of his fellow Republicans. But this is what happened uh, during the week. Members of Congress, the press and others wrote to Mark Meadows as the attack was underway. One text Mr. Meadows received said, quote, we are under siege here at the Capitol. Another, quote, they have breached the Capitol. In a third, Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows on doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? A fourth, there's an armed standoff at the House chamber door. So here's what I don't love about this. First of all, I do love that uh, that these Fox News personalities, despite what they're saying on the air, recognize the severity of the situation and 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 ask Mark Meadows to ask the president, as did his children, uh, which is remarkable. Everybody obviously recognized that the power of Trump, uh, and we know this guy's got a lot of pull, and that that these people are very passionate about this guy. Okay, I don't. Uh, I when when the Chris Cuomo dude, he's got to go. You cannot be part of the news. Brian Williams just retired from NBC at the end of last year. I for the life of me can't understand how a man who lied multiple times and got caught in it could possibly still be delivering the news. And we're not supposed to call MSNBC fake news. How do you how do you look MSNBC in the eye, see Brian Williams, and go, "Oh, this all feels legit." Uh, <laughs> I, that that upsets me. So again, but, but you know, Chris Cuomo helping his brother and making calls and trying to tap into what other reporters might know. Yeah, CNN, you gotta can that dude, man. That guy should have been gone ages ago. That can't be the guy who's talking to his brother, who before the sex scandal, as you'll recall, James was was a possible presidential contender. Uh, CNN can't be in bed with the president. Obviously not bad. That would be a weird brotherly relationship, but you know what I mean. What are your thoughts I about completely. literally getting involved in, in, in being a part of the news? I hate it. So I think we discussed this a little bit, uh, but uh, I don't, I, I can't for the life of me read these text messages and think that it was, was a conspiracy between Fox News Mark Meadows trying to uh, incite this insurrection, air quotes. To me, and I read these text messages, they're, they're, the only thing they're guilty of is admitting that Trump is screwing the pooch. That, that The only thing they're guilty of is admitting that this situation is out of hand and it's screwed up. And here they're, they're literally asking slash begging because they know Trump could stop it. They know all he has to do is go out there and just be like, stop. They're, they're, they're asking him to stop. They're not, there's not a status report. I've given status reports. Trust me. That's not a status report. Mark, they're storming the Capitol. Hey man, what, what's going on? They're storming the Capitol. That's to me. That's what it's not. They're not conspiring. Now Fox making the news. Come on, man. Everybody does it. it we can't call out Fox for something they all do. 
we're going to be fair across the board here. You know what I'm saying? Chris Cuomo's we, out of we, a job. We got to be fair across the board. Chris Cuomo's gone. I, I, I. It's probably high time for Sean Hannity to go. Um, I, I don't. I'm I not think, disagreeing with that. I'm not. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I, I'm not listen, saying I, I think if if the left I, if the left gives up Cuomo, the right throws out Hannity. I feel like that would be good for America. That would be like a nice. I think opinion. Oh. I think opinion piece should be gone out of news cycles. Period. It, it's called the news, people. <laughs> N E W. Well, you know it's funny. There's opinion you is and not I, in that word. You and I have a buddy uh, who is absolutely inundated by right wing media, and uh, I mean eats it all up, hook, line, and sinker. And I, I, you know, it, it's funny. Uh, I, I obviously voted for Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden's doing a horrible job. Um, most Democrats I know also think he's doing a terrible job. I don't regret my vote. Um, I wish the Republicans had given me any other choice twice now. And, 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 and that hasn't been the case. Yeah. Can I, can I just interject Please. real quick? Yeah, this yeah. was, this was not a Joe Biden win. All right. This let's be honest, guys. This was not a Joe Biden win. This was a Donald Trump get the fuck away. <laughs> okay. All right. Go away, I was Trump. afraid you were going to say right? Trump won the was. election and we're just waiting to put no, him in power. No, 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 no. I know. No, 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 I listen, James, no, no, one of the no. reasons why uh I wanted you to be on this show is is in the conversations we've had over the last few weeks. You're you're definitely a conservative and you're definitely Republican. I mean, you got the talking points down pat. You do. Uh, and I appreciate that. <laughs> You're a smart dude. And you, um, again, what I like about you is your ability. And 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 hopefully Victoria Lang will be back here soon um, uh, on this show and giving us a little more of the of the of the lefty opinion here. But um, the ability to look at your candidate, your president, your senator and being like, it's my party, but this guy sucks. It's got to do a better job. That's what I'm looking for on this show. You know, somebody said to me today, Biden, whatever, you know, let's go, Brandon, Biden, whatever. Uh, and I said, listen, I don't hold anybody up as like a deity. You know, I voted for Joe Biden. I expect him to do a good job. And if he doesn't, uh, I will vote for a Republican president in the next election. Hey, it's uh, as simple as that. Joe, let me let me tell you the the. It, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy that the Republican Party, right, the, the, the conservative Republican Party are fighting immigration so much, right? If they were smart, like you and I discussed making a better Republican uh, Party, yeah. if they were smart, 99% of every Hispanic crossing that border has been raised <laughs> to be a conservative. Like they're they're oh. you're, you're we're importing Republicans, but we're Republicans are fighting it. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that. All you have to do is say, "Hey, we believe the same thing you do." That's it. And you have Republicans will win. Democrats you know, won't win anymore. And then it's the funny. I, I, whole immigration I, I, quick, will shift again. You and I had had this conversation. I don't know if you remember this a few weeks back, but, uh, you know, I was telling you after uh, after the 2010 midterms, um, Mitch McConnell 
uh, uh, put a little panel together. Then they they wanted to figure out like what what the right course forward was. Um, and then and then as they were planning on on trying to open up the Republican Party to you know more women and minorities, the Tea Party showed up, made a, a huge huge impact on those midterm elections. And after the elections were over, Mitch McConnell was like, "Ah, this is fine." Um, because we've got our power. And so, you know, and, and my beef with Mitch McConnell is, you know, is the same as, as Paul Ryan, who was one of my favorite guys for a really long time, a, a fiscally, uh, intelligent guy who, who could really do a, an amazing job with the books, uh, if he had been given the, the, the right power and position. And I, I feel like that was an opportunity wasted by America. Uh, as a whole, both sides. They had this wonder boy in there, I think, who really could have made a difference. But they, well, they've mean, allowed this. They do cut their they, nose they've allowed their the party. You're right. Of course. And, and sometimes you do that. But you know what? Sometimes. And, and it's funny because here's what Mitch McConnell hasn't done. He hasn't straight up repudiated Trump. He's all but just written him off. Apparently, he has not taken a call from Trump. And Trump hasn't placed a call now since shortly after uh last january 6th that was the end of it and and i mean mitch mcconnell's not a very popular guy amongst anybody these days especially trump supporters especially really hardcore trump republicans and and go ahead james i i I just don't understand uh, the um, america I, I don't understand American voters. Everybody is standing up saying, well, not everybody, but half of America is standing up saying something needs to change, right? That's all everybody's asking for, change. Racism is bad. We want to change in racism. Policing is bad. We want to change it. We want to change bail. We want to change, change, change. That's all we want is change, really. But yeah, we keep electing the same old funny duddies they don't want to change. We have nobody to blame but ourselves here, Joe. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. You want change? That's a fact. Change the people in power. Now, this is what kills me, kills me about the Democrats right now, right? It kills me. It, it The American country is the most racist people on the face of the earth. It's the I don't know why anybody would want to come here. It's so racist. We need to change everything in this country because it's so racist. So we're going to elect the oldest and whitest guy we can find. <laughs> come on. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, it, you know, you, well, you and I have had this conversation where every time America gets a little gets a little crazy with their presidential picks, they write to an, the oldest, whitest guy you can find. We, you and I've been again. You and I've been talking a lot yeah, about right, about race and and you know again about government involvement in that and and you know I I feel like and here's my probably my number one issue with Donald Trump and I and I think this is something that you'll agree with is his language and his attitude towards people his disrespectful nature sets a really bad example to his constituents, to his 
Uh, I mean, really, you you could you could say literally to everybody. I mean, anybody who sees the president of the United States act that way, Democrat, Republican, or or whatever, um, it would certainly make you feel like you could say those things or feel those things or act out in a certain way. And uh, it, I, it I really can understand again, that this point, is, right? But, and again, part of I I think the 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 problem with with Mitch McConnell and the whole Republican leadership is they could never rein Trump in. Dude, I mean, you know, I I told you, look, before 2016, I always liked Donald Trump. I've always gotten a kick out of this guy. I think he's a a great businessman. The entire world loved Donald Trump before that. Oh, dude, uh, how could you not love the guy? All he had to do was not be a dick when he got elected. That was it. He could have charmed all of America if he wanted to. Donald Trump could have become the most popular president ever. He's the most charismatic guy who's ever had that job. He's got more charisma and 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 more all the than Bill Clinton does. Okay, uh, he's the man. But they couldn't rein him in. They couldn't explain to him. You know, again, we we and and I want to kind of get into this this idea of is Donald Trump a genius or is he an idiot? I Thank tend you. to err more on this. This is side where of, the conversation think, needs to go. I think he is a genius. I think he is a really smart person. And I think he hides behind stupidity because it's easy because, you know, and you know, it as a guy from New York city, this is a guy that will look you dead square in the eyes and tell you, he's never met you before. And you got a picture uh, of you and him together, um, you know, at your bar mitzvah or whatever, you know, and it's like, how could you say you don't know that person? You're insane. Now I'd like to point out, Doing a show tonight at 10 o'clock. Crimes, Conspiracies, and Beyond is the name of the show. We're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Bill Clinton. I've seen a picture of Bill Clinton on that island. And when he was questioned about it, Bill Clinton, dead square, was like, I wasn't there. You're on the flight logs. There's a picture of you getting off the plane. The gardener said he's seen you there a bunch of times. You were there. Don't say you weren't there. Say you didn't have sex with a 15-year-old. That's the words I'd like to hear coming out of your mouth. (laughs) Tell me that you weren't there for any funny business. You were there trying to solicit donations for the Clinton Foundation. That's fine. Just the same, Donald Trump's been there. Again, the only words I want to hear was, it wasn't what you think it was. Say that to me. Don't tell me you weren't there. Uh, I'm not buying that. Let's get to the to sort of where we're going with this and where where this all stems from. Candace Owens, uh, Owens or whatever her name is, uh, talking to Donald Trump. She immediately tries to to sell the idea that there's more deaths under Biden than there were under Trump, which is patently false. Uh, there hasn't been nearly enough time to catch up. He's certainly pacing at a at a poor rate right now. Okay. Less people have died since the vaccine came about. Uh, We got to about 680,000, and it was a really slow grind to get to 800,000, and it's mostly been powered now by uh, this Omicron variant that's been flying all over the place. So the president, and as you pointed out at the beginning of the show, James, and I agree with this, did one of the great... His administration created... This life-saving, pandemic-ending vaccine in record time. And 
started getting it out to the masses. And then Biden took over. He'd been bungling it up left, right, and sideways. There, for anybody who doesn't know, it's hard to even get a COVID test right now in Connecticut. That's how That's underprepared right. we are. And we all voted for that guy, except for James. But most of us voted for that guy. We still ain't get anything from him. Uh, so anyway, uh, Candace Owens decided after Trump left and he corrected her, he was like, no, vaccines are great. My thing. Get it. Get the vaccine. I don't like mandates. They're terrible, but you should get the vaccine. It works. It'll keep you safe. After the show ended, Candace Owens went on and and she said, Donald Trump's an old man. He's senile. He's forgetful. The last thing he reads, he just repeats back. He must have been reading, uh, the, you know, the liberal New York Times and read some stupid stuff. That's just how he is. Trump 2024. And it's like, whoa, tap the brakes, baby. Because Alex Jones took this a step further and said, Trump is the most evil person on the planet. There Which go. is absurd. An absurd thing to say. Uh, how about that guy that took the kids from Uganda? What was that guy's name? Prince Joe? You remember that guy? Remember the Save no, the Children thing? Yeah, forget that guy. How about Xi Jinping? That guy, you know. Yeah. Just wiped out yeah. an entire race of people. How about that guy? That's, yeah. Know. There's definitely more <laughs> evil people. Let's let's all agree Just to that. that. Um, but Alex Jones said uh, either Donald Trump is working with the Democrats to, I guess, chip us up uh, with uh, 5G uh, or some nonsense like that, or he says the same thing. Trump's losing his mind. And then he says, Trump 2024. Which is it here? Uh, <laughs> is Donald Trump senile? And if that's the case, will the argument be <laughs> ready for this, James? Vote for Trump. Yeah, He's man. a little less senile than Biden. 2024. <laughs> is that what we're looking at? I God, I hope not. I hope our country has <laughs> not come down to this point, man. I mean, it's as a 20 year veteran who has actually gone to war. It's a sad freaking day when our two candidates in 2024 be Biden and Trump. Seriously, if it's Biden and Trump 2024, it's a sad day because now we are looking at we have the two oldest people in politics the oldest in presidential history, if nominated or if elected, which we've already broken this year <laughs> or last year, we that record has been broken, but now we're going to yeah. break it again. Let's top it. Yeah. <laughs> it, come on. This is like with the, the baseballs were juiced a couple of we years ago and every, oldest, every team broke the home ever. run record. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But again, change we need change so let's elect the same two freaking old white ass men like come on people come on like if you know nothing about politics nothing you know that electing the same person over and over and over again is not going to change anything you if you want change you need to fight for change you need to elect the right people because that's how you affect change in this country. Thank you, Constitution. <laughs> but doing the same old, same old, and just clicking that box because that's what you've always done. Well, this is how this country's gotten at this point. I'm sorry, now, guys. Like, 
What are the conversations? There's no way. There's there's no way I want Trump on the ballot in 2024. I'm going to say that right now. I voted for him. I voted for him in 2016. I voted for him in freaking 2020. I would not vote for him in 2024. Not because I don't like Donald Trump's policies. Right? You heard that, everybody. Not Donald Trump's policies. I don't like Donald Trump. I'm from New York. We all know who Donald Trump, we all know about his father. See, this is the bigger point that people outside of New York don't know. If you understood Donald Trump's father, there's no way you would have voted for him. No way. Because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It truly doesn't. But his father was 100 times worse. And Google that. You can, you'll find it all day long. If you're from New York, you know. Was it you that said Ivanka 2024? No, 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 uh, no, 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 I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Listen, I said a few years ago, James, uh, b- before, uh, before, uh, uh, what was it? 2008, uh, when, when it was supposed to be Jeb Bush, um, no, what, what election am I thinking of? 12, right? No, 16 rather. Uh, when, yeah, when Trump showed up and it was supposed yeah, to be, 16. it was supposed to be right. Jeb Bush was supposed to be the guy. And here's what I said. Right. Uh, and at the point, at that point I was drifting towards the middle i was very not happy with anything and i said listen here's the rule i'd like to see no more bushes no more clintons okay no more kennedys all right no more tafts if your family's been doing this for like a hundred like step back give someone else a chance you guys don't have to like you don't have to be in charge all the time other people can do it too i this this I, on, I mean, Joey. again, look, it sounds I, like it, I grew up, it sounds like you're going down the road of term limits here, brother. Well, term limits. Uh, I, I'm stunned that they don't have it. And the only reason we don't have term limits is the people who would be voting on term limits or the people who don't want to have term limits <laughs> limits exactly. their job capacity. Uh, that should be something that's put on a national referendum and we should be allowed to vote on on term limits and then they should impose them. It was hilarious. I told you uh, a few weeks ago, Ted Cruz was the person who introduced it and it wouldn't go into effect until right after his next election. So he'd have another, uh, uh, another eight years after that, like, dude, just here, you know, James, you know, my whole thing is about integrity. You, you gotta have some integrity. And it's like, dude, man, if you really want to be the big hero term limit guy, term limit yourself boxers. Like, I'm out after this, and we're going to pass term limits. That's my parting gift. Hero. I don't understand why so many of these people, James, they have the opportunity to be like a hero, and they shy away from it. We've said this a hundred times to each other. Uh, I know I've said it. Politics today isn't about politics it's not it's all about votes they don't care about policies what really affect people re-election starts the day you're elected period any politician will tell you that you do you want to 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 make change you need to be in power to be in power you need the votes to be the votes you need to pander, right? Term limits. Let me tell you this: right? the national referendum, right? 
it just blows my mind that we could do this tomorrow, by the way. We could, the entire country could vote on this tomorrow. The entire country could vote on an American Idol in one night. Why can't we vote on this? Not officially, but you would get a pulse of the country, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, you're, you you're, would know you're not what wrong. the actual country would think. <laughs> then you would know what the Imagine country that. would think, right? Exactly. Elect me as a freaking senator. Every bill that goes on the floor will be televised with that option. Vote in. Vote in on freaking your phone. Go ahead. I want to I want to real quick and then I want to get to your video too because uh, again, it just it, it highlights the idea of how hypocritical these people can be, but uh this is what Joe Biden had to say uh earlier today about January 6th and about Donald Trump. And we'll get into the whys right after this. Literally erecting gallows to hang the vice president of the United States of America. What did we not see? We didn't see a former president who had just rallied the mob to attack, sitting in the private dining room off the Oval Office in the White House, watching it all on television. And then he had time in our history. A president had not just lost an election, he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power as a violent mob breached the Capitol. But they failed. They failed. And on this day of remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, never happens again. Yeah, and unfortunately, that really the only way that that's ever going to happen is if we have conversations uh and 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 we learn how to not be uh and and again dude as i mentioned uh there's a a guy you and i know who is i mean that guy hates liberals i don't know if he actually knows any any liberals in in his real life but he he hates those people and i guarantee you he's lost family members over this oh yeah no doubt about it i mean dude this guy's like hardcore and and i will say this i mean his passion is real and and i envy it because and i i'm gonna let you in on a little secret james i've revealed this on the show a couple of times but i'm a i'm a white straight homeowner in the state of connecticut i'm gonna be fine no matter who's in charge or when whatever i'm i'm fine it, it, everything always benefits me um so at the end of the day you know like i i'm passionate about some of this stuff but sometimes i'm just yelling about it and i still sleep comfortably at night um i think it's important to talk about these things that's why i do these kinds of shows because i look at some of these situations and where they don't really greatly impact me uh, like the mask mandate, you know, I hate wearing a mask, James, probably more than anybody. And I think you, I don't know if you've ever even seen me in one. I hate wearing I don't think it. I have no, I don't wear one. Uh, well, if I go into a store or whatever, but I, I try not to wear it. I don't like that. My children are amazing at, at wearing them and keeping them on. I hate it. I feel like I can't breathe. Uh, I understand when people say that, like it sucks. And I wish this thing was over, but it's not. And the idea of the greater good. And I and I find 
for some reason, that's like some kind of liberal progressive idea, worrying about the greater good. The, the party of family values, the party of religion and patriotism doesn't understand the concept of the common good, maybe because that's starting to sound like socialism. I, I like, you know, James, one of my biggest problems with the Republican Party, and again, this is not any endorsement of the Democrats, but it's the idea that no matter what the Democrats like, you just immediately have to assume the opposite position, even if it's a weird, ludicrous position to be in. And I don't I don't like that. I don't. It's a weirdly reactive thing, too. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, going to like go on a little Democrats, bit. I'm going to go on a little bit. So like the Democrats get on the, the gay rights thing and, and the Republicans are like, no. And you're like, dude, what? Come on. Why? Why are you you're fighting against people's rights? No. So I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Right. And Love it's going it. it, to it's actually pretty good because it's going to all tie in January 6th. Right. And how I feel about January, it's going to it's going to touch on uh, gay rights, you know. All, right. So here it goes. Well, it sleeves up. Story. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little story. Right. Back in 2006, if you all recall the Wep the West Baptist Westboro Baptist Church out of yep. Kansas, or I think it was, who went around and protested military funerals, guys who died in Iraq protested them, called them all sorts of very bad pejoratives for homosexuals, but you know, hey, it's cool for them. They say they're going to burn in hell, all this stuff, right? Spinning, trying to throw stuff at the freaking families of these uh, 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 these fallen Marine soldiers. Well, I had an encounter with them. It was, they were at one of my funerals. That I had a that I that I performed for a fallen marine, and everybody was worried. The FBI was calling. I got a call from the FBI, the state police, the local police department. I got a call from the Capitol Police, going, "Hey, we don't want any problems. Can you please have your marine not do anything?" Like begging me, you know, please don't do anything, please, you know. And uh, they had two plainclothes uh, FBI agents in the crowd with them to make sure that nothing really got out of hand. So when I got there, I walked up to the crowd by myself. I'm in full dress uniform. And I asked them, I said, hey, man, who's in charge? And I just want to know. And they're screaming at me. <laughs> you know, you freaking F, you know, I'm going to say it. I don't care. They're calling me a faggot, right? They're, you fucking faggot, you know, you're going to fucking die. You're going to go to hell. Fucking God hates you. You know, all, all this stuff. And I'm like, I just want to talk to who's in charge. You know, I, I just let me talk to who's in charge. So finally, this guy's like, I'm in charge. So I said, okay, hey, sir, I want to thank you. And the crowd went silent. People looked at me like I had a freaking penis growing out of my forehead. And I said, thank you. And he cocked his head to the side. And I said, I know you don't understand. So let me explain it to you. What you're doing right now by protesting makes me right, makes him right. Because that's what we provide for you. That's what we protect for you. For you to do this makes us right. So again, thank you very much. And I walked away. 
We didn't hear a peep from them the rest of the freaking day. They sat there in stunned silence. I meant it. I meant it, Joe. I can't pick and choose which one is right and which one is wrong. They're either all right or they're all wrong. Who am I to decide who's right and who's wrong in their belief system? Who is anybody? So what in January 6th, when it said, and it does say it, and if you play the clip, the entire clip, President Trump, then President Trump, even though fully admitting, Joe, that he was so disinformative of how, why to go down there, blatant lie, why to go down there, it was still their right to go down there. And he said to go and peacefully exercise your, your first amendment, right? Says it peacefully. He didn't go say storm the freaking Capitol, break in, peace, exercise your first amendment, right? The second he said that, I have to agree with it. They have that right. And that right, I freaking went to war to protect to go and peacefully protest. And that's what he said. Now, the went in because that whole entire crowd that went down to the Capitol didn't go inside. They didn't charge. A lot of them left as soon as that shit happened, right? Yep. Those idiots that went inside were just that. They're freaking idiots. There's no coup d'etat. There was no insurrection. There was no planned attack. They were idiots. I, and I had so do I agree with them going down there to protest peacefully like the president of the United States at the time said 100% 100% I had defended that right I can't say it wasn't a good thing can I say that there are a bunch of freaking morons that stormed the Capitol absolutely and that's all it was so that's my take on January 6th right was it a coup d'etat frig no as far as Candace Owens and Alex Jones, if you don't know Alex Jones is, you know, not the sharpest freaking knife in the drawer, and he's a little bit too far right, then I don't know what to tell you. You deserve to be hitting the head with a tack hammer. I'm sorry. You know, if you're getting your information, and that's if your gospel is Alex Jones or even Candace Owens, Owens, excuse me, then come on, guys. Then this, this falls back on a bigger problem, which is education. Yep. So to t I, I defend rights. That's what I did for a living. I don't get to pick and choose whose rights I defend. And that's what's happening right now in this country. People's rights are being violated in the greater good, but you're still violating. I don't care. It, that's not my decision to make. I defend everybody's rights in this country. Everybody's. Sorry. I mean, that's just the way I feel about it. Don't you dare apologize for defending our rights. I think you're fine. <laughs> um, you're fine. Don't you don't you apologize for that? Listen, you know, uh you you and I, one of our I think the the central points of the conversation we've had recently is Everybody pretty much wants the same thing. They want a fair shake and they want That's everyone right. to leave them alone. We want it done That's differently. Right. 
Uh, there's no reason to hate on your on your neighbor, on your on your on your family, your friends, uh, you know, anybody who's who's of a different race, creed, color or religion. Um, everybody's different. And and, you know, my whole thing is and and we'll get into this in future episodes, affirmative action, obviously being a hot topic that that you're very much uh, against. Uh, uh. Um, and it's something that I wish didn't exist, but I recognize the value of it now. I want to live in a, in a United States of America in the future, James, where we don't need that kind of crap, where we don't need to be arguing about what minimum wage should be because people are just doing the right thing. When, when, when this country, uh, was, was, was bailing out companies uh, who who then took you know their their rebate checks and and were buying back stock, uh, you know, when when we can get past you know Ponzi schemes and and the people like Bernie Madoff who are just looking to rip off the the little guy, when we can trust people to behave on their own, we can have a government that minds its goddamn business. But and, and like you said, it's on us though. It's on us. We we as a society have to learn how to be better. And I think the worst thing that's happening is politicians. And I think it's on both sides. My grandest point to you Absolutely. has been more recently, 76 years ago, this entire entire planet was fighting. People were shooting at anybody who looked different or prayed different, talked different, sounded different. And you were different. You were dead. That was 76 years ago. My wife's, I have no living grandparents. My wife's grandfather is 85 years old. This is within this guy's lifetime, what I'm talking about, okay? It is three, well, four generations to my son from him, okay? That's insane. Yeah. Within four generations, right? We, we've got women who are, who are voting. I realized that was already a thing, but now women are, are, and I know you're a big woman guy, and I think people will like that about you. James is a conservative. He is pro-choice because um, he's a real libertarian-minded person. That's what a real libertarian thinks. There's no restrictions on anything. That's a message to somebody who used to be on this show. But all that aside, <laughs> um, this country's made great strides, and 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 I, I like uh, Alexandria uh, Cortez whatever Casio Cortez. I like her. Sometimes I want to say AOC, do me a favor, like step back for a minute, dude, like two generations ago, boy, things were pretty bad, right? Like we went from, from the end of like, we got rid of the Nazis to like, we came back here, uh, civil rights, then Vietnam, Right, right into a cold war yeah, with yeah. Russia, into the technology age, dude. It's like crazy time. It, um, and and so we have you made admit. amazing strides as a as a. And here's another thing I'd like to point out, and I and I and I because I I'm a big fan of correct information. Sometimes people be like, dude, uh, there's no racism in Europe. Yeah, it's ten times worse in Europe. Uh, racism oh is bad, and it's a hundred times worse in Asia. Oh, dude, I, I think America, and I hate to say this, is the least racist country on the planet. Now, that doesn't mean there's still not a lot of racism in this country. There is. 
There's not a lot of countries working on it. I don't know where I don't know if BLM's in any other countries. Okay. Um, we're we're trying to do stuff about this now. And 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 we're addressing these issues and, and we're progressing forward as a country. And I think people like AOC need to take a look and be like, hey, actually, you know what? We're doing pretty good. The fact that she's where she is speaks to where we are. The fact that 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 this young Hispanic woman from the Bronx, who was a bartender four years ago, is one of the most powerful people in the country, shows you what America can be and what it can do. She should recognize that. It doesn't sound her and the squad, like the most racist the squad, country in the, in the, in the right, world. I'm, I'm saying. saying her and the squad could talk about that a little bit more and appreciate. Uh, listen, Maybe a little bit. I'll be, the, I'll be the first to admit we got a long way to go. But I don't think any country has, has, has made as much of an effort as the United States has in the last 35 years to try to even even things up and to level the playing field. Can I can I just say I'm going to say this real real quick Joe that the United States has one one organization out of in the United States just one has made more black millionaires than any other country in the world ever one so I, it, it bothers me to say, it, it bothers me when I hear that the entire country is racist. It, come on, guys. We, everybody is smart enough to admit every group has their 5%. There are freaking 5% white people that are idiots that go around and freaking tie nooses and wear bed sheets or whatever to freak, you know, shave their head. There's 5% of freaking Hispanics that go out there and they're gang banging and MS-13, there's 5% of black guys and their bloods and their crips. There's 5% of white guys and the freaking other gang. I mean, Evp has their 5%, just like the crime in Chicago, right? Crime isn't that out of control in Chicago. The gang wars are out of control in Chicago. Bring a freaking task force. Bring an anti-task, uh, a gang task force in there, and it'll be cleared up in a week. Yeah. Crime will go down. I don't understand why nobody's doing it, but that's besides the point. I, I digress. <laughs> But, you know, what were we saying there that it, it, I don't know. This country, this listen, well, because you <laughs> know what, look, at the end of the day, James, and 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 you yourself and, and, and in future episodes, I'll ask you to speak on some of this, but you've been the victim of racism in your lifetime. Um, yes, I have. There's, yeah. We do have a racism problem in this country, like every country in every society on the planet. And it's, and it's, listen. You know, uh, I, I jokingly said the other day, are there even any black people in Asia? I, I don't know if any black people live in Asian countries. I'm sure some do. Um, I would imagine they do. I don't know what life would be like for those people. I don't know how they would be embraced uh, in, in different oh societies God, and cultures. I, I've been to Vietnam, Singapore, Thailand, Korea, Japan, Okinawa. I can't remember seeing a black guy outside of the military and outside That's of the That's what I'm saying. I'm outside of like service know, members walking around. <laughs> so again, I mean, right? It's it's not even a place where you would conceivably go to live. So so again, you got to look at the United States and be like, look, we're messed up. We got a problem. Slavery was awful. Jesus, it was awful. But look where we are now. 
tell me another country we're doing where where they're fighting to 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 level the playing field for everybody show me another country where where you have any of the efforts you have in this country at social justice the fact that it's even happening is is the progress that i i think a lot of people are missing out on and for anybody who's not a progressive if for anybody who's uh uh, you know, maybe an old school conservative or what have you. Times are changing. You know, they're changing. The yes, they are. And, and changing. it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing. Like I said earlier, if you embrace the culture that's coming in as one of your own, which it is, it's the same culture, just a different language. That really is where the Hispanic culture is extremely family oriented. They're extremely religious. <laughs> that is the, I mean, what more can you say for a conservative, right? What do you, how do you describe a conservative? Dude, yeah. I, well, I, uh, so I'm, I'm glad you brought this up uh, but because I've thought this for a really long time. Really? I mean, I, I, I am part Hispanic and I've always thought. If I were the Republicans, that would totally be my group because that is a that is a party where, again, I think if you're saying the right things, I think if you had a leader of the party not calling Mexicans rapists and drug dealers, I think it would make that party seem like a more appealing place. And I think if you were to sell the benefits of the Republican Party to those conservative minded people, yeah, like you said, you're dude, even if you swung half of them. Half of Half them. Half of them. You'd be killing it. You'd be <laughs> killing it. my webcam here, but yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, again, like, don't elect the same old white guy to fix a racism problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, well, and not for nothing, know. James, you talk about education. You talk about that. Having old white guys uh, write bills about abortion is wrong. Uh, they don't understand how science works. They think God put the, the the baby in the belly and stuff like that. Like people like that cannot cannot be writing laws where actual science matters. Where they're, they don't have a you know. You remember a few years back, uh, the guy from yeah, Missouri no, said, "You know, the system uh, shuts down during rape." What are you talking about? How is this guy on a on a science committee? What? Holy smokes. I you know I've said this for a really long time. I just to me and 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 again why I like to be on a show like this is I think education's important. I don't have an agenda, Very. James. I have no agenda. People always accuse like you have an agenda. I'm like, "Well, what's my agenda? I'm a straight white guy who lives in Connecticut. I'm I, fine." I, we do have an agenda though. We do. We want to. We want to educate people. We want people to to make better informed decisions. That that's it. That's all I'm asking. I don't care if you vote Republican. I don't care if you yep. vote Democrat. I don't care. That is one of the rights again that I protected. I don't care as long as you vote. You don't vote. You don't get rich. But if you voted, awesome. I don't care who you vote for. Just vote. It's our responsibility to take control of this country. That's it. Then that's all. That's my agenda. My agenda is to return control back to the people. And you can only do that through education. One thing I won't do on this show and that we won't do on this show. And you and I've talked about this is we're never going to tell you what somebody said. We're going to play you 
the words that came out of their mouth. And we're not going to play them out of context and try to manipulate things. But I think it's important if you don't like AOC or Bernie Sanders that you've decided that because you listened to a speech. You open-mindedly listened to a speech and you were like, no, I don't like that. Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, or or you've, you've sat there and you've listened to Jim Jordan talk about something. If you don't know what these people are actually saying and you're relying on Rachel Maddow or Sean Hannity or worse, Alex Jones or Candace <laughs> Owens to tell you what these people are saying, it's never going to happen. All I can promise you on this show, as I've always done, no matter who it is, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I'm going to tell you exactly the evidence as I see it. And now this show started, James, because of the 2016 election. And it got super hot with that Russia, that Trump Russia thing. And 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 I was hot for that thing for a long also. time. I, I, I uh, haven't said this publicly until right now, and I'll do it in the last yeah. minute of an hour-long show. I was wrong about that. Uh, once again, the liberal media and the Democrats, as they always do, let us down. They misled us. They lied to us. They misrepresented what was in that report. And they gave us hope. That there was a pee pee tape. <laughs> Joe, you, four years you, I wanted to see the pee pee tape. You told me there was a pee pee <laughs> tape and you lied. Democrats, I tell you right now, like, you just you just can't win with these people. Oh man. Uh, you, you weren't wrong, Joe. You weren't wrong. You were just misinformed. That's all. And they did a great, great job of misinforming the public there. Well, and so, and this, and we'll get into this uh, in another episode because this is something to, to me that really digs extremely deep. Um, and and the fact that they used it for, I don't want to get to it, story, but, but a FISA core, and I, I think you know probably better than anybody what, what that entails and the 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 level of line that you're doing at the level of court that that is is messed up and to me and this is why one of those things where i feel like when uh, when your party does something stupid this is going to burn you for years to come cuz if the next lunatic trump like guy comes along you're going to have a really hard time getting a getting a fisa warrant now because of that nonsense that that, that could potentially real, cost real somebody in the future. Yeah, go ahead. Now, I don't think a lot of people have actually thought about this too much, right? No, I've, I haven't heard anybody on the news say this. Was it a bad dossier or was it gross incompetence? Do we really, can we, do, do you really want me to sit here and believe that one piece of paper made it through that completely i mean looking back now obviously hindsight's 2020 but the the amount of falsehoods that were in there that were unverified now are you telling me that the fbi sent something up to the fisa court without verifying it so was it really here's this phony i mean yes it was a phony dossier but can we blame that that or claim the gross incompetence of the people that they submitted it to. 
where the hell were these people's checks and balances? Yeah, nobody talks well, about right, them though. Well, again, for anybody that doesn't know, FICE is like a secret court, and they're probably and it's interesting. Neither side, James, in the last four years has called for maybe some sort of reform of the FISA court. So that right. again, that that should never I hate Donald Trump, but that should never happen again. That should never be allowed to happen again in American politics. Like, unbelievable. That consumed. As bad as Donald Donald Trump was. I mean. That was unbelievably dirty. For everything Trump did that, that was bad and wrong, to know that that was nonsense paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. And that's, and I hate to say, Ah. I hate to admit it. A verified fact now. Uh, that, somebody was just fired got, and is going to jail. My hat's off to you. Well, again, I'm I'm a you. My agenda is the truth. I I it's, it. here's what I I find this happens so often, James. Somebody reads a news story today, and that's they they've got it. Damn, and they're going to repeat that for the next <laughs> five years. This is exactly what happened, and it's like. I don't know if you know, but the next day they printed some corrections to the story. Oh, I didn't see that because you're a moron. It's I've been tracking this dossier thing since it came out, looking to get more and more of it verified. Because a couple of things were verified, uh, including uh, Jill Stein uh, going to a dinner with Michael Flynn and Vladimir Putin in Russia. Pictures came out from that. And so you almost you got again you weren't getting anything directly related to Trump, but you got some things that were that were uh, authenticated, and you're it's like all right, if some of it is, you have to believe probably most of it is, and it wasn't, and those 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 things were done deliberately to give you the impression that more of the dossier was true. That's dirty yeah, and underhanded. And for Hillary Clinton to go on TV like she does and act like she was the one, he screwed you better than you screwed him. You guys were playing dirty <laughs> politics and it blew up in your face. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there's a word in the English language that the this country has just used it earlier tonight, and it's integrity. Where has the integrity gone in our in our governing body? Seriously, no integrity, zero integrity. And that word needs to be brought up in every debate from here on out to the 2024 election. And it needs to be brought up and it needs to and it needs to be adhered to. And somebody needs to do be able to hold these people accountable. Somebody. I'm going to blame it on us again. And here's what I'm going to say. You you, you got to stop holding these politicians up as a hero or as someone to admire you you say it all the time james baked into the cake the day they get elected re-election campaign starts donald trump was the first president ever who literally filed the day after he got inaugurated literally was like i'm running again nobody had ever done that before you at least (laughs) pretend like i'm gonna be the president first of course not you're campaigning from day one we all understand that Let's let's stop. Let's stop falling in love with our party. Let's stop. Let's stop worrying about party wins and worry about people wins. Vote on the issues that matter to you. Vote for the candidates who support the issues that align with with your beliefs. 
If you live in Connecticut and you're voting somebody who's got hardline immigration policy, you're an idiot and a racist. Okay? If you're doing it in Arizona, you're probably a concerned citizen. You see the difference? (laughs) (laughs) That's all he's trying to say. (laughs) James Batiste, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, We're so excited to have you on board. Uh, Divided We Stand is officially back. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook and on Twitter and at clovercrestmedia.com backslash divided we stand. I don't know what day we're gonna start doing the show on, but we'll put something up on on the uh on the social medias and and let you know what uh uh we might do this Wednesday nights. I'm not sure yet, but uh it the the show is officially back. We've got uh we're gonna again give you nice. give you all sides. We're gonna talk things out. We're gonna make sense of stuff. And the number one thing we're not gonna do on this show, and this happened a lot in in previous instances, we're not gonna just start calling each other names and telling people they're racists. Okay, I hate that. I find it unproductive. Me too. The, exactly. Right, James. At the end of the day, what do you get? I, I I want to ask you questions as a guy who's a hundred percent invested in that party right now. I want to understand. And, and, and again, I, our buddy today, I, I didn't believe that anybody could, could honestly think and feel that way. And to see it in real life scared me. It really did. Um, I, I don't want Americans to hate each other. I think that is so insane. It's insane. I mean, we're we're like we're all in this together, man. Uh, you know, I I don't gotta, blame. And we I got to stop focusing on every group's five percent. Because when you focus on every group's five percent, you start to hate those people. You start to be afraid Amen. of those people, and and that's Amen. where this is all going wrong. So, no BS. It that's makes really gonna them happen the outcast. Here. here you go. All right. Well, it turns James, them into the outcast. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, so episode one of season three in the books. Again, for James Batiste, I'm Joe Aguirre. We'll catch you next time on Divided We Stand. Have a great night, everybody. Mm-hmm.